Hi, welcome to the Anime Social Club. We hope you enjoy your stay. That was pretty fun. Your friend will catch cold sleeping like that. I'm home, everyone! Just a humble bounty hunter, man. Alright. And, uh, yeah. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Anime Social Club once again with your boy, Kid Benji, like we do every single week. And, uh, yeah, finally, everyone is, uh, we're back! Everybody's We're on here. the stream. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> Yo, this is amazing. Wow. Yeah. I'm still alive. He's still I'm alive. Happy. Somehow. Somehow. Yeah. Somehow. How's uh how's you know slaying some orcs, you know, conquering some, <laughs> some, some uh, it's it's going pretty slow. Uh my assignments are still like <laughs> active, but yeah, I would imagine that would be like slaying orcs. Yeah, it's uh, true, buddy. Almost done. Almost done. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if you guys didn't know, Ayo's been really busy with schoolwork. Just kidding. He hasn't been playing uh, WoW the entire time. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. anyways, Ayo, how have you been? I've been good. Just busy. I'm happy that I have an off day today. I'm happy to be on the stream. I'm happy to have you on the stream, my yes. dude. <clears throat> yes. What about you, Kuro? How's your week been? Um, Pretty fine. A little busy, but not terribly awful so Ooh. nice <laughs> um the semester's not in the in the hard part yet for me so yeah i feel that i feel that um i don't know what that's like because i already graduated so uh yeah get fucked <laughs> um but in other news uh yeah it was a great week awesome week um enjoying being alive and watching anime uh but to transition terribly into today's topic before that <laughs> i want to remind you if you are watching this on youtube you can always find an audio version if you prefer that uh, or catch us live every thursday at 7 p.m pacific standard time on twitch you can participate in the chat and hang out with us also be sure to like comment subscribe share this where you share things and uh yeah everything that you do for us supports and you know just helps make the stream and uh, content better so you can find us Anime Social Club uh, on YouTube or Anime Social Club on anything that has podcasts on it. So, like, literally everything in existence. Um, you can also join the Discord server. Also join the Discord server, yes. exclamation, Discord uh, in the chat, as well as check the panels down below. Yes, you can come and abuse me live uh, every Thursday <laughs> at 7 p.m. You can give me your, your, your shitty anime takes and I'll, you know, tell you how wrong you are and embarrass you. Like I do you guys every week. Um, or thank you, dude. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> sure, buddy. Keep telling yourself that. Uh, anyways, uh, so for this week, we actually have a ton of things that uh, we want to get out. This is going to be more of like a, a news week, which I kind of like to do every so often. Um, as you can see by the title, obviously, we're going to be talking about China and their uh, potential uh, effect on the anime industry. Uh, we're also going to be talking about what we watched this week, which I am you know, intrigued to see what etyo has been up to uh, in his absence. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, he's seen some anime. Um, <laughs> I, on the other hand, have been a good weeb, and I've started um, a bunch of seasonals as well as some out-of-seasonal stuff. And... Uh, Kuro, I believe, you've been watching a pretty good amount. A little bit, but not a lot. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I'm the only true weeb here. Um, and then finally, we're going to go over the awards uh, for um, end of the year anime awards thing. Sorry. I'm like trying to remember it as I say it. Uh, right, Kuro? Yes. 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 And we'll be giving a little bit of a breakdown on the format. Thank you for the follow. Appreciate it. Sorry, the notification is broken. Um, <laughs> and it's covering Kuro's face. Oh, my God. My bad. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to go over that. Uh, we're going to tease it a little bit. We'll be informing more later on down the road, but we kind of just wanted to put the spark in your brain by going over kind of the format a little bit. Uh, we're still ironing some uh, details out. Um, but apart from that, we're just going to go ahead and jump into our first topic, which is Chinese cartoons and Ooh. the effect of uh, yes. China uh, on the anime industry. So if you guys don't know, there is a lot of uh, controversy and issues going on right now in China between Hong Kong uh, and the Chinese government itself. Uh, protests, uh, you know, a lot of craziness just happening over there, uh, which, you yeah. know, we obviously hope for the safety of everyone involved. Uh, it'd be mm. best if people just don't get hurt altogether. Um, but unfortunately, as such, uh, you know, is with peep with like uh, countries that are superpowers, they tend to have overreaching effects, uh, even here in the U.S. Uh, with, you know, companies such as uh, Blizzard um, in, in the news recently, uh, even um, what was the other uh, what was the other big company that got hit? I know. Uh, Apple had some issues uh, in regards to some things with the Taiwanese flag and um, other and then like uh, even um, Endgame as well had some issues with China too censoring Tibet uh, yeah. in, in their movie. Um, but one of the, uh, you know, obviously to us, the biggest concerns is what's going to be China's effect on uh, anime as a whole uh, yeah. and if it's going to... Um, you know, if we're going to start to see any like negative effects uh, on it uh, overall. But um, before we get into that, I just wanted to read to you some some uh, restrictions that. Yes, they are. They're interesting. Yeah. A lot of a lot of really weird, uh, weird, weird uh, things. And so kind of the way it works um, from what I've from a lot of the reading um, that I've, I've been doing uh, is they have like their own ministry of culture that analyzes everything that comes into their country to the point where uh, like all the scripts, everything gets reviewed and then it's solely up to their discretion. So like content that propagates obscenity, gambling, violence, or instigates crime, uh, content that propagates evil cults or superstition, um, uh, <laughs> like uh, content that endangers public ethics or the fine folk cultural traditions, you know, cult, uh, content that insults or slanders others or infringes upon the lawful rights and interests of others. Um, and that's that's the most crazy thing of all. Yeah. 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 So, because what does that even mean? What is the rights of others? Exactly. Exactly. So just to name a couple anime that are uh, banned right now. Uh, Attack on Titan, uh, Psychopaths, uh, Death Note, uh, School Days. Um, these are all blacklisted shows um, as well as... Uh, one example of their discretion is that Darlene and the Franks was put on the list, uh, but then taken off uh, during the spring. Um, so they can really just go however they want to go about doing these things. Um, yeah. So, you know, the question arises, like, what is going to happen to 
anime as you know are, are we going to see like a lot more censorship in anime like are we going to see more effect it, of it like you know on our side too considering the market for it is fucking huge like there is so much money there was an estimated 21 billion like for anime in china in 2017 so yeah. and you can only see that number rising um but so what are your just general thoughts on it uh, as a whole so we'll go with etyo and then we'll jump over to kuro um in regards to china specifically i think that um a lot of the anime that will come into uh china will be very popular but i don't think it will stop i don't think it'll stop anyone from watching it may affect the business a little bit but it's the same as what business in the western world have has affected uh the japanese industry in the same way like people are still going to pirate things yeah. you know you can still get around uh, even in china um the only problem is is that in china it's just harder to actually find the information to be able to look for it yeah so yeah i think i think overall there's the it, it won't affect it uh more than it already has so the result that we see now I think the result will continue at a steady pace at that that level, I think. Yeah, yeah. What That's about you, Farrell? Um, what I find interesting is I don't think it'll affect um, like native, not native, but like <laughs> um, like the just plain like Japanese studio like pr- productions. But I think this might have an inflict, uh, an effect on netflix produced anime um since netflix is a bigger industry and uh they get like they're international so um they get a lot of money from china and they may focus more on censoring stuff um in their anime so that they don't lose the chinese market um and i don't know if this is necessarily why but an actual example that could link to this i mean that's just a really far stretch. But I mean, Seven Deadly Sins this season is extremely censored um, for no reason. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> um, but like the blood is not blood colored. They made it like uh, whatever that like weird effect that they do when they censor blood in anime is. And mm. they like blacked out like gore and stuff. Mm. So it's very interesting. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's it. I don't like I said, I don't see it affecting like most of the japanese studios um or like how they make their anime because like as much as the anime industry makes money off of china i don't think japan necessarily cares about appeasing like china um but i do think netflix made anime will probably have an effect on that or um any like outsourced stuff outside of japan so like perhaps other countries that are working on anime might focus on not upsetting the chinese market yeah yeah Yeah, i'm wondering is my hero academia also on their blacklist I'm quite curious because that has a lot of patriarch, you know, it's very American. Yeah. Um, and the way that it talks about freedom and liberation. So it's really interesting. I'm I, surprised I'm a lot more stuff isn't like blacklisted. Um, but I don't know. Maybe some stuff might seem like too much of a stretch for them. And that's why it's not like blacklisted. I mean, I don't know if they necessarily care about blacklisting. Um, like Americanized shows just because like they don't like us, but like we have a cooperative relationship with them. So 
Yeah, I was I was more referring to the statement uh, anything that violates the Chinese constitution or national unity, sovereignty, and territorial uh, integrity that yeah. threatens that. I feel like I feel like a lot of stuff is banned because of that. Yeah, especially um, like Hollywood movies. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I I I I really um like after listening to you guys, I actually have a couple things that just popped into my head and. Um, I think for the most part, uh, anime in general is 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 gonna be um, pretty much untouched because if you look at all these other industries, that was the other one was the NBA, um, the NBA, uh, big tech companies, um, and like Blizzard, right? China has their hands in those companies, so they have a controlled stake, right? Whereas anime, they don't have a controlled stake in it. They're actually struggling, um, trying to emulate the Japanese style and create content that solely uh propagates from their original in-house uh creations um because uh, as in the article stated that they tried to do state-sponsored uh medium that was entirely produced in-house uh web comics uh series and stuff like that but it completely failed because people were still were still craving uh the japanese media because it was such a refined and uh per, uh nearly perfected art by them because they are the you know the ones who made anime what it is today um, yeah. So one, China doesn't have like their hands in the Japanese pockets um, Two, censoring has been going on for a really long time in anime. Yeah. Um, even when you go back into the 90s and um, when they would uh, they, they I've heard of them censoring certain episodes of um, like a, like Yu-Gi-Oh and a Pokemon um, for like religious beliefs here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, to, you know. Back then when, I guess, you know, conservative values were directing their hate towards the 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 idea that you're going to get demon possessed if you watch Pokemon. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so they were pandering. So, you know, Japan pandered to, to, to them, which probably wasn't mm. that big of a deal for them. But they're just like stupid Americans. Like, here, here's your yeah. here's your, you know, censored show. Um, but we 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 do get uh, censorship to a degree, and they seem to have found a way to make censorship to where it's not intrusive enough to where you can still enjoy what you're watching. Um, because we'll we'll get it every so often uh, in seasonal anime, which is super fucking annoying. Like, yeah, I, I wish there was just an option where we can get uncensored everything. Uh, yeah, you know, because I think there's a big enough market for it uh, at this point, considering like all the people that grew up watching anime are a lot older, so they'd be more willing to invest uh into your streaming platform to like or not not like i would what well, one i would fucking hate it if they if you had to pay for uncensored anime first of all yeah but but second of all that should at least be like an option like we get like youtube kids you know we get like netflix for children right well then give us anime for adults you know or make anime for kids right separate the two because that's that that's really annoying. You're detracting from like the overall experience. You know, when you're when you're watching something, you just get fucking black bars in the screen. You know. I mean, yeah. they found it. The majority of paid subscriptions would be by adults. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's like so. it's like I have no like what what are you censoring for in in that case? You know what I mean? Like I I get like a lot of kids come in and watch it, but it's like you know they're uh, at some point you have to recognize like hey you know it's it's a, the majority of your audience is adults and they are the ones. Yeah. Uh, consuming your content um, on a on a, on a day to day basis, but yeah, it's fascinating that you say that though because I think that the the platform for anime has completely changed since I started watching it as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think 
the demographic will always be 15 to 25 years of age. Always. No matter what. So it never goes past that. Because as people grow up, they start watching anime and younger people start watching anime again. I mean, even on our Discord server, there's people who are 15, 16, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's like, uh, they're always going to be there and they're always going to watch anime and they're always going to get recommendations from the people who are in their early 20s. Mm-hmm. So it's like, a, it's like a cycle like that. Uh, not to completely destroy your statement, I just think... I think there's always a place for censorship because there's always going to be those who are going to require it. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's well, it's the same thing with movies, right? You movies come from yeah. this like center point of the thing that was that gets the most popularity, but then from that branches out uh, into other um, different genres of the medium uh, that you can experience for like a, a, like an older audience or an audience that yes. doesn't, you know, strictly just want to be entertained the entire time. Right. So like when it comes to anime, uh, like we started off with the generic shonen actiony stuff, right. That was like super huge that created the boom, but then we get these other projects that, um, stem from this center, um, beginning point. Right. Yeah. So, so because we're getting more of these projects, we get a more diverse, um, like a, a more, a variety of types of shows in that variety that's where you get the more mature themes more developed ideas and themes mm. that attract a, a a larger range um, of audience from you know an older spectrum so it's not just that you have all these kids yeah but they're mostly watching just like one or two shows um, whereas the uh, plethora of content that you know is has been coming out within the past few years like it is more geared toward like uh, I would say older people because you're getting a lot more themes and ideas that um, question a lot of uh, situations that you only really, you know, I mean, not only really, but you're most more likely to encounter like, you know, later in life or um, just more heavier topics that um, I would say appeal to an older audience in regards to like, you know, thinking about the situation or how the characters react, you know, even if they are, you know, for the m- most part in high school. Yeah, we, we st- we're, we'll mm. like I'm 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 hoping that we're gonna get more anime, like people that are older and like that you know are outside of that. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's, it's I, I hear your your progression uh, position. That's a pretty interesting uh, suggestion. But I think as from a business point of view, that may be detrimental to the current anime industry um, because what you're gonna do is you're gonna create a separation. Oh, I'm not saying to like In, eliminate, but what I'm saying is that like they're. Well, like, you won't eliminate it, but you'll un un uh, intentionally eliminate it. I just want uncensored stuff. That's my original point. <laughs> <laughs> Uncensor everything. Yeah. Holy okay. shit! It's hard. It's hard to do that though, from a business perspective. Yeah, I, I just um, I'm I'm just praying that they do. Please. Mm. But one of the other interesting things about um, the Chinese uh, industry is because Chinese uh, industry produces Chinese anime, um, which is very much i mean you can tell that the story is chinese but it, it's definitely based on the japanese style of anime mm-hmm. um yeah. which and, is why it has traction yeah um and i i wanted to bring this i wanted to ask you guys earlier because um i'm wondering so i know that like obviously the anime that they create has to follow their criteria of like what they accept and don't accept in their country because people are going to be watching it in their country um 
And so I found it interesting with Mo Dao Zushi because the original novel um, is a LGBT novel. Um, mm. And they signed on for three seasons. And this last season, uh, I mean, the way they've been writing it since the beginning, they've been skipping around a lot. And it's it's like still fine to follow, but they've cut out a lot of novel material. Um, and so far, it definitely looks like they're cutting out all of the the LGBT stuff. I wasn't sure right. if they were going to or not. Um, but so I find that interesting and I don't know how that like, but I don't know how like the novel did in yeah. China. Um, or well, whether or not that was censored. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it, it's like a written novel. It, it wasn't like a, like a manga or anything. Oh, they censored, they censored that even. Oh, wow. Well, no, it wasn't censored. I read it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not okay. censored. Um, okay. but so that's what confuses me. Like the, their censorship uh, laws are, mm. are interesting to me and especially seeing that um, if they want to jump more into the anime industry and they want to be successful in it they are gonna have to step outside of their censorship laws and I'm gonna watch King's Avatar but I would find it interesting if someone like more familiar with the Chinese like censorship did watch Madao Sushi and tell me like what they think like if it crosses anything because I really do feel like especially from reading the novel that I don't know how, like, why they even chose to to sign on to it with how much that it is. Um, I don't know. It just goes against their censorship rules. Um, I mean, it's a popular novel, so that, I think that's why they chose to do it, because it's very popular. They even did a live-action uh, film of it. Uh, mm. So it's big. <laughs> but I just, yeah. I don't know. It's very interesting. Yeah. Ikari says, uh, kids don't read books. Let them write what they want. I don't think I agree with that statement, especially not <laughs> not in China, dude. <laughs> yeah. um, I think I think they don't really they they censor uh, top down. They don't censor kids. They censor adults, and yeah. adults censor kids. He said, "All oh, right, <laughs> okay, okay." <laughs> Just making sure. on on the point that Kura was saying, um, one I I do want to touch on. Um, Japanese influence on Chinese made anime. Yeah. Uh, but before that, uh, it's like when, when, when Kuro first showed me, um, uh, Sushi, I was, uh, I was pretty intrigued that, um, like they, like the, like, like you said, they let this through like uh, a show that that's even associated with LB, LBGT, um, um, themes, right. Yeah. That they would even allow it to be produced and made. Which which makes me think that like they either like they they probably think that they can't touch anime um, in some perspective uh, or they just don't really view it as a threat I guess um, yeah because yeah, they might be more open to it now yeah um, but I mean the central story of Modazuchi is not LGBT it just um, is like a side thing uh, but so it's like easy quote-unquote to cut out because it, it doesn't like affect the main story at all um but like you said it's still interesting that they chose to do that also commission says honestly second season modazo she confuses me yeah it's because they're cutting out a lot of manga material and they're jumping around very differently than the novel did um and i think they're doing that to avoid the um lgbt moments though uh it's still interesting to me because they put in some scenes that were still very like I don't know, me knowing that that's what it is. I was like, oh, that's like 
a nice moment between the two. So, but the, so like they were still putting like kind of stuff in. So I don't know. <laughs> like I, it, I'm interested to see how they're gonna because none of it really shows up until the end. So I'm interested to see the ending of the anime. Yeah, that could just yeah. be like friendship intimacy, like the brotherly friend or the or the sisterly friendship. Yeah, possibly. Um, yeah. They could just see it like that. They literally could. Dude, yeah. when you when you said, well, not if you read the novel. <laughs> when you when you said that, I could just imagine the the big brother Chinese government official knocking at the door. It's like, hey, are they gay? I'm like, no, they're just friends. <laughs> oh, they are gay in the novel. They you know, very gay in the novel. Also, Kumushin, I would recommend um, finding the novel. There there are uh, translated chapters available on the internet. Um, I forget the website that I read it off of uh, because I don't think the webcomic slash manga follows it super well either. I also don't really like the art, um, but I would definitely recommend the novel because it's very good. I just watched the anime as like a side piece to the to the novel and it, it does well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but- I, I just find it interesting. I, I'm excited because they signed on for three seasons, though. I don't know if it'll actually finish because they're only like a quarter of the way through right now. So yeah. Just- yeah season two but if they do choose to end it i'm interested to see how they choose to if they're just going to cut it out completely or what they're going to mm, do yeah um, maybe they notice that the fujoshi are a big big base now <laughs> they're like we can make <laughs> money off of this <laughs> uh i doubt it i don't think yeah to go back to also what benji said earlier about your idea of creating an adult um anime section kind of yeah i i don't think that would in China yeah. specifically, I just need a switch. An... Just give me a switch that says, like, you know, you change the the quality from HDMI to 1080. Yeah, change it from sensor. No sensor. They, they won't do that in China. They won't do that. It's oh, possible, yeah, maybe in America. Yeah. In China, definitely not. I just want to clarify that. I refuse to watch the gonna... seven deadly sins season. I mean, it's gonna be bad anyway, but because of how bad the censoring was that I saw, like, I was like, that just yeah. ruins the show. Like, it's bad. I I. I... <laughs> I, I will say though, I'm not really concerned for anime whatsoever. It's a very weird anomaly that seems to be, for the most part, untouchable. Like the Chinese government just doesn't fuck with it. Like these dudes went after Apple. They went after the NBA. They went after, like they're going after all these people, right? But a- mm-hmm. anime is just like we chilling. You know what it's I mean? because it's a Japanese industry. Like Japan and China don't like each other. Exactly. So, exactly. So, so Japan is not gonna let their market be dictated by China as much as they can. Oh no, they won't. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. obviously they can't help it if some stuff is because China is mm. a big boy. Yeah. But uh, they they'll continue to make. But that's why I said it might be interesting to see what Netflix does because Netflix uh, is uh not affiliated with japan necessarily all that money all Um, that money and they like their money so they might let some of the netflix made anime be affected by the chinese market yeah um, yeah. i i I doubt it i doubt it because they've got it's america um america loves their money (laughs) yeah yeah but america also doesn't start trouble with china that's the point that's why i'm saying they would they would like make sure that their anime is in line with what the Chinese requirements are. Uh, oh, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, so they might let the anime be changed or censor it as yeah. seen in Seven Deadly Sins because it would be available in China at that point, and yeah. they want to make money. <laughs> yeah, so. it, it, it seems like the only thing that they really do, like like we said earlier, is that they just blacklist shows. 
But then yeah. again, they're not op- opposed to letting those shows back in like they did with Darling and Franks, right? Um, yeah. But you know, overall, those shows I, listed, as in, that you listed are definitely going to stay blacklisted. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, well, but, but no. one of the crazy things was like the you know that weathering for you that got blacklisted. No, it didn't get blacklisted. It uh-huh. made um, forty-one million dollars and within fourteen weeks of release. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, Japan, it's the highest grossing Japanese movie in China, which is crazy because you know they what, don't really like, you know, movies. what caused that, you know, what caused that, what your name, your name caused that. Oh, true. Yeah. That's your name. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason why people went to watch it. They only yeah. went to watch it because they went to see your name and they wanted the same experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's the only reason, but I want to, I want to add, I want to add, I don't think Netflix will do that what netflix will do is they'll be smart they will only give anime on their netflix that doesn't need to be censored and then what they'll do is they'll advertise it as oh you can have netflix account and you can watch anime there and then they won't be lying and then you buy into the subscription and they have their money and then you can still watch anime, just not all of it. That's the way that they'll do it. Yeah. If they do, yeah, that's that's, that's the way they do right. it in any. That's, well, a, that's, that's the way they do it in every country. That's a good point because Netflix can choose what anime is or what shows are listed in each country. Um, yeah. So like certain certain anime are available in other countries that aren't available in America, which I'm kind of mad about. Like there's a some of the the European Netflix like associations, they have some good anime on there, and like Netflix does not. So VPN, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need but, VPN. But yeah. yeah. Um, oh, but I would say then, like before we touch on the 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 cultural, I mean the the stylistic influence of Japanese on Chinese. Um, mm-hmm. overall, anime is cool. Like it's not gonna get a super huge spear through its heart like the NBA or Blizzard or any of these other major companies are. Um, yeah, they seem to be in a good good position uh, for the yeah. most part. Um, they don't give a fuck what China says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I want to talk about uh, some noticeable things that I saw uh, in Chinese anime, right? Uh, yes. So I experienced. You mean things, Chinese cartoons? Chinese right? cartoons, yeah. So <laughs> I watched. I watched uh, some Chinese cartoons with uh, you a couple of weeks back um, before you left me, and uh, we like as I was watching the King's Avatar. There's a lot of very interesting things that they do. So uh, it seems like uh, they don't fucking care about uh, CG. It's literally just used as a, a, a placeholder element. They seem to go all in on like the main assets so like the main character the action that's happened immediately on screen uh yeah. the background and the foreground seem to be secondary or they just do enough to where it doesn't look like complete trash um they just they just do what they deem to be like necessary parts uh of the show's um components to make it flow um two there is not an in, like the storytelling style granted this is all just coming from king's avatar the storytelling style seems to be japanese derived but american driven uh because when i was watching king's avatar like shows like you know justice league teen titans a lot of the more edgier earlier cartoon network shows um their the writing style i would say would be akin to anime but not directly even avatar as well um, the last airbender 
um, the, the the Japanese style of creating the narrative felt more akin to that um, as opposed to just directly Japanese. Um, I mean, this could be more so because I don't really know Chinese culture that well, and that just may be how their culture operates in some sense. But the storytelling didn't really fall one way or the other. It did feel unique enough to where I knew I was watching uh, a Japanese anime or sorry, a, a, a Chinese cartoon. Um, and then the, the last thing <laughs> is um, they they seem to have taken um, all the tropes from anime. So like the the like typical MC uh, sundares, um, a lot of these things that we see commonly in anime, uh, they seem to have taken those and then they like to emphasize them with like a lot of emotes around them or um, add a lot of stylistic things, which is not necessarily yeah. the character themselves being expressive, but more so adding things um, that aren't natural to a character to make them appear a certain way. Right. I mean, yeah, this may just be like, exclusive to the King's Avatar, though. Um, the, I, yeah, this is. You got it. I think I think it's actually very like integrated into the Asian culture um the way that emotes play a role like i've seen many um even like live action asian movies where the same thing takes place really where just where where emotes just have such a massive impact on the way that people express themselves there was literally like there was literally this one movie um SPL, a time for consequences too where there's an entire uh hell of a name. dialogue in only phone emotes like so, it, it, it's it's really like it's quite integrated into the culture socially speaking so i'm very interested to watch king's avatar now because i actually had not that experience with modao zushi now they're made from the same studio i, ch- I just checked um but oh, good. first of all the backgrounds for modao zushi are actually gorgeous um mm. not uh necessarily when well no even when there's characters like like they'll show like just like backgrounds for a bit and like those are gorgeous. But when the characters are on screen generally, um, I mean, there's some like dark and like a lot of foresty uh, type scenes, but generally speaking, the backgrounds are really good. Um, they have I, one thing that I commend, at least from seeing Modazuchi, is that they have mass, not mastered, but they are very good with, with CG um, and incorporating CG. Into, you could have fucking fooled show. me. Holy shit, the amount yeah. of times in King's Avatar where no. I was like, CG. Well, <laughs> CG is like like it literally looks real. Like the um I'm trying to the one character, the uh Cloud Recess, um, that's what the place is called. I mean, I'll show I'll send you pics afterwards. I mean, it looks fucking real. Like I wouldn't think that it was animation. It's um, it's probably because it's been filtered across an actual place. Yeah, so it's, that, uh, yeah, it's been paced correctly. And also, I mean, I thought King's Avatar was actually a lot older. I see it's 2017. This did come out in 2018. I mean, that gives them some time. I, uh, I, will, the, no, hmm? I want to defend King's Avatar just in regards to its CG, just, <laughs> just for a moment, because they're actually an indie. They're completely indie. The creators of King's Avatar are not associated directly with a studio when they originally made their story. That made more sense because they're produced that, by the same studio, but the directors yeah. are different. So, yeah, yeah, they 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 funded majority of the of their story just through their own content. 
that, she, that they wrote. I want to say real quick, I'm th- I'm thoroughly thoroughly enjoy King's Avatar. Just want to say that. <laughs> in um, spite of it. But yeah, the action in um Modao Zushi is awesome, by the way. Some of the coolest fucking action. Um very smooth. Like the animation is, is insane. Um in Modao Zushi is I'm very, very impressed. Uh, but one of the biggest things I noticed was that it does have a very Japanese storytelling method. The only reason, and this is also something that I think actually holds it back. Um, maybe, and maybe that's just because I'm so used to watching Japanese media. But all of the names very Chinese, which I'm sure that's probably the same in King's Avatar. But um, it the way that they format the show, there's so many characters. The names are very hard to get down at first because one, like this was my first Chinese anime. I don't, I, I didn't know anything. About Chinese names, so it took me forever to figure out who was who. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, I guess, maybe similar to Avatar. Um, it's a lot of clan uh, warfare, I guess you would call it, yeah. um, clan battles. And so all the different clan names, all the different terminology, like it, it gets a bit difficult to grasp sometimes because it's very Chinese. Uh, but the storytelling itself is very Japanese, <laughs> um, yeah. very, very anime-like. Uh, the characters are very anime-like. Um, there's also, like, not really any girls, so I can't really say that it's got, like, your typical character tropes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I didn't, like, I can't really compare any of the characters to your typical, uh, like, Japanese anime tropes except maybe Fujoshi troops. <laughs> um, but even then, they're very subtle. So, like, I just noticed because I read a lot of Fujo stuff. But... <laughs> uh, true. Yeah, you and do. I know where it goes. But generally, like, that is something that is unique to the to the show and probably Chinese is a, the Chinese anime is that they do sort of have their own way of uh, character writing. But the story itself is very Japanese-esque. Uh, so it's interesting. It's interesting to hear how different King's Avatar sounds. <laughs> yeah. I'm King's so Avatar, excited to see it. <laughs> I think King's Avatar does have that aspect of the internet community, which makes the emotes also like very predominant as an yeah. important part. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I also just want to say in regards to the Americanized culture that you're noticing, that's actually just uh, consumerism that you're seeing. That that just how Chinese like that it's Chinese culture. That's, that's yeah, what I'm it's experiencing just, it's, as I'm watching it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very it's very similar in China in regards to in regards to that. Um but I think I think the biggest thing that you can notice the differences between King's Avatar and Japanese anime is that the way that respect is shown to to higher authority is more is a little bit different Mm -hmm. uh there's respect for the authority in chinese cartoons but the way especially in king's avatar that it's shown is that it's a form of rebelling against it Mm -hmm. it's subtle but it's there whereas in japanese anime that's that's a little bit different it's there's an honor system rather than a respect system yeah respect looks different in japanese anime. that's interesting i'm having an epiphany like i am now even more thoroughly confused how mo daozushi is being allowed to be produced because also like the main one of the main like earlier parts is in the clan warfare that there's a clan that sort of dictates over the other ones and they overthrow it and and it's like it's that not sounds, subtle that sounds very it's, 
<laughs> not, where's that list where's that list it, it goes it's going against the morals subtle at all so i'm very confused how this anything, and like it obviously has high highlight. production it obviously has high production value too Yo, because like i said it's gorgeous it's really well done either that so, or the entire giant chinese government is just a bunch of fujos and we don't know don't i think it. they that it's got to be or maybe they <laughs> that really, has to like, be it they were like, man, Japan's really making money off of these Fujos. Like, like, let's let's tap into it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, like, and all the government uh, officials started reading like like boys love manga, and then they're like, oh my <laughs> god, this shit's great. <laughs> but they're like, all right, we're gonna do this. Yeah, let me look at this list real quick, and I can tell you, it probably does violate the constitution. I don't know the Chinese. It totally does. Yeah, it definitely it totally does. does. Um, yeah. Definitely threatens uh, unity, sovereignty, and territorial integrity. Oh, totally. It's a like territory war almost. Cool. Yeah, because uh, because the, the the blacklist is terror and resonance, right? Yeah. Like that's a that's basically the same thing. I mean, it's LGBT too, so it's definitely maybe uh, they're blacklisting the shows that they're gonna produce. It definitely violates the ethics <laughs> of China's culture. <laughs> um, oh man. Yeah, this is that's very interesting because I i'm very interested what they i think they yeah. really are starting to see the benefit of the japanese market with anime and they might be trying to actually compete yeah possibly I think that yeah. Could be what it is i mean i mean i mean it does say like if you just read just a little bit down though it's sometimes hard to understand when that what applies it's not a blanket statement right yeah um this this particularly here that this this part maybe the ministry of culture just arbitrarily does what it wants and uses these partially vague censorship rules as a blanket card to justify any possible banning, making companies victims of the grace of the ministry. I mean, I I think that statement sums it up. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah very in, in what we see, what we see, yeah. Still, it's, it's yeah. Uh, I would especially like anyway. second season. Second season, I can see them maybe trying to cut out some more of the stuff but that first season oh no that whole first season's gotta violate a shit ton of that stuff yeah, yeah. very interesting yeah but i can't mm. wait to see morazushi so if you guys haven't seen it watch it that in the king's avatar great shows mm. um but yeah so that's pretty much pretty much everything on the china situation any final thoughts before i move on no 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 extra thoughts cool 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 um but yeah so we definitely support for hong kong mm. um so on to the next thing, something I literally just remembered as we were talking. Uh, there was a, oh, a a guy in the UFC. Do you, do you, do you guys know what UFC is? Mm-hmm. UFC. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, it's Ultimate yes. Fighting Championship. It's MMA, mixed martial arts. Basically, these badass motherfuckers go you know toe to toe and they knock the shit out of each other, right? And it's it's <laughs> fucking right. sick. Okay, there is a guy from New Zealand. His name is Stylebender. Right. This past weekend, he he fought um, Whitaker for the um, for the I think it was the 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 middle middleweight or welterweight championship um, for to be like world champ. Basically, um, he knocked out Whitaker, and not only did he knock out his his uh, entrance into the ring. First, he did a dance routine, and then he did Chidori. And then after he did Chidori, he went in the ring. They were announcing Whitaker's name. He takes out a notebook from his hand to pretend, and, and he go and he writes in it really quick, and he puts a notebook and he, and he just p- puts it away. And then he did that so that someone could take a picture, and then he put it on his Instagram. He superimposed Death Note on him as he wrote it. So he did, <laughs> he did, he did the Death Note. He wrote. He pretended to write wow. knock out, knock out, 
um, uh, down by knockout in his notebook. And dude, the, a weeb has actually won. That's amazing. A, a fighting champion championship tournament. Oh my god! IRL, IRL tournament arc. Like okay. <laughs> ever since, ever since I like saw Ultimate Fighting. Like ever since, like all this other shit. Like I've, I have waited. I have waited for the day for a weeb <laughs> to win some shit like this. And now we finally have it. This is it's so fucking crazy. And not only that, it was a clean ass knockout. Like this dude, like uh, was it in uh Hajime no Ippo, like his abilities that yes. like, he does like he does like the counter punches and shit. Like like that's what it I was like, I was like, you know what I mean? It was just so it was it was dope as fuck. Like it was such yeah. like if you want anime in real life, watch Style Bender's fight. You can look it up on YouTube. It has a bunch of clips everywhere. Um but like you could tell, like in the comments, so many people were upset that he won, and nobody was saying it. But I knew they were just upset that a weeb fucking won, and that he chidoried <laughs> on their ass before he got into the fucking ring. His name is Stylebender. This motherfucker is all in. He don't give no fucks. And it was it was oh hilarious God. listening to the announcers say Stylebender goes in for the you know for the hook and shit. And I was like, oh my fucking god. Because usually these people will have names like the Android or the 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 um the Reaper. You know what I mean? These really dark edgy names. His name is Stylebender. Fucking nar- <laughs> like fucking avatar type shit. You know. So, uh, but so yeah, I, oh my god, that shit was great. Uh, but if you guys haven't seen it, look at the entrance, which was fucking great, and then look at him knock his ass out, which was even better. And look, look for the part where he does the Death Note thing. If you go on his Instagram, he has it all posted and everything. But oh man, the, the this dude is just like next level, and I'm just I, I I'm just so excited. I'm just so happy that this happened, man. This is a great day for Weebdom. Uh, you know, so it's yeah. That was just that was just a, a thing that I wanted to mention. Thank you, thank you for uh, distracting us. That was good. I loved it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I watched the fight live, and I was so. I was just like, yeah, let's fucking. Go. You know what I mean? I was. I was in it. I was invested in it. I was also worried because if he lost and he did that, ooh, that's yeah, that's cringe. Mm-hmm. So not only did he win, but he knocked him out too. So. <laughs> Um. Okay. Cool. Next thing. Uh, what we watched this week, or since last time, Kuro. What have you been watching? Uh, I just finished review Starlight. Um, it was really good. I just started Utena today. Uh, only watched two episodes, so don't ask me much about it yet. Uh, and I was started the wrestling Isekai. I think that's the only season I've started because <laughs> most of the ones that I want to watch come out this weekend. Nice. Um, or next weekend. So, uh, yeah, I'm considering starting Babylon. Um, I've heard pretty good things about it, but I'm still a little hesitant. I might wait a little longer. Yeah, I'm going to definitely. But, yeah, Wrestling Isekai was surprisingly extremely enjoyable. (laughs) Yeah. And I uh, did not expect that at all. So that was nice. (laughs) What about you at you? Anything interesting you've been watching? Yeah, okay, so for seasonals, I've already dropped one. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I dropped the isekai uh, that involved, what what was it called? What's the name of this thing? Uh, the Cautious Hero, that's right. That's the one. I heard yeah, a lot of people that. drop that, yeah. Yeah, I dropped that one. I have really been enjoying John Cena, uh, the pit lover. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
John Cena, the I love that. Literally, that's literally John Cena, the pet lover. It's so um, funny. Yeah, and I've also been I've been watching the basketball anime, uh, Ahiru no Sora, which is mm-hmm. quite quite good actually. I've, <laughs> I find it endearing. I find it endearing. Um, and then I also watched one episode of Special Seven Special Crimes Investigation Unit. It's pretty bland, mm-hmm. but I think I'll continue watching it. Uh, <laughs> I also watched the recap ap- episode of Sword Art Online. Uh, of course you which, did. Which was I remember everything. I don't need that shit. It comes out uh, this weekend, doesn't it, Sao? Yes, it, mm-hmm. it does. Yes. <sighs> and then we got we got all the heavy hitters are coming out these. Next, My Hero Academia is yeah. this weekend too. Yeah. And yeah. Psycho Pass as well, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Seven mm-hmm. Deadly Sins aired two days ago, sometime this week. Oh, when is Food Wars starting? Is that this weekend also? Two days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Two days. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a big weekend. So we're gonna. We're, yeah. Um, we're just quickly touching on things right now, you guys. Uh, we are gonna have a, a first impressions podcast pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. So was there anything else that you watched as well? Mm, no, I saw that the psych psychopaths movies are starting to release. Oh, so nice. I'm planning to watch that. The SS ones, not the original movie. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So that's it. That's all I've been watching. Sick. Sick. Well, me being an actual weeb, uh, I have been watching a shit ton. So I, what have you, what, what have you been watching? I watched the wrestling isekai again. Fantastic. Um, yeah, me and Benji watched it together. Black Clover <laughs> is fulfilling my shonen needs by giving me actually animated fights. Um, oh, One Piece too. One Piece's last fight. Ooh. Ah, yeah, no one watches that. Though. And then um, the the, the, the <laughs> basketball, the basketball anime is actually surprising. Like Ayo said, like it's actually really, really well. Okay, not that many really, but it's pretty good. I, I'm 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 yeah. I'm enjoying it. Um, there is a little bit of subtlety when it comes to revealing his talents and abilities. Um, yeah, it's nice. As as uh, cliche as they're doing it, it's still enjoyable. You know what I mean? They're not flat out saying he's just like this dude. You know what I mean? They like hint at his abilities to like be like this, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So it's cool. Plus, it's going to be a four core. I am stoked Whoa, that's for great. that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm, interesting. I'm, I'm all for this. Um, and then Blade of the Immortal came out today. Oh, I gotta watch first two episodes. Um, which if all you guys aren't watching Blade of the Immortal, go fucking watch Blade of the Immortal because it is basically Ninja Scroll if it was an anime. And I yes, I know Ninja Scroll is an anime, but I'm talking about the movie because the movie was the only good thing from that entirety of the franchise. Okay. Um, the You're dir- wrong, but it's okay. Whatever. The <laughs> the so so as I was watching Blade of the Immortal, right? There are a couple things that it does that I was very intrigued, right? I was like, why does it have the um, some of the aesthetic from these older shows, uh, which is, you know, they use the uh, oversaturation, you know, they'll use like a, a TV like glitch effect that I've noticed. Um, and then even in the dialogue, there is kind of that I always refer to as like the monogatari style of, uh, of conversation in shows mm-hmm. where they do a lot of quick cuts to emphasize the flow of conversation. Um, but it wasn't necessarily hardcore within that style, um, but more so within it was it was just someone who understood the style and was using it. So I looked into who was the director um, of this anime. And lo and behold, one thing I did not expect is that this is the dude who directed all of Orange. 
Orange was terrible. Exactly. <laughs> but, but, but this dude was a key animator on Ninja Scroll and uh, Wicked City, uh, Demon, uh, uh, Demon B City. I don't know if you guys have seen Wicked City. It's a, it's a really old, um, uh, really old movie action movie um but these two movies were uh you can tell he's pulling influence from working on those movies into this one because of the style he's also the director for steins gate which oh okay shows why conversation is flowing the way that it is i was gonna say that'll explain that but still having the uh the emphasis on action in the way that he's doing it because he's worked on these old school uh, anime uh, that used you know the swords and the fighting and the demons and stuff like that. Um, so it's all around, all around. It's a lot of what I like, and mm-hmm. it's 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 over the top. It's craziness. Um, it's badassery. Like it 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 does, like it confuses you, but then it unconfuses you. You know what I mean? Like it, it's 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 a really cool experience. Um, and I genuinely think like I, I it's 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 a very enjoyable watch. This might be my favorite show of the season, very much so. Might be my favorite nice. show of the season. Um, but it's a it's a I just want to say it's a remake, right? It's a remake, yes. Hmm. Yeah, because it was from two thousand eight. Uh, yep. Release. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out. Watch it. It's on Amazon Prime, but you sell the high seas, you can find it somewhere else. Um. <laughs> uh, other big news uh vinland saga got their new op and ed op uh, is i wasn't I... actually that yeah into it i didn't like the last op either i but... like oh, the last i love the last op fucking amazing the ed yeah. right now though That's the ed right. for vinland saga for this this current one is fucking great i, I didn't get to see the ed one. yet actually i'm watching it is great it's it's yeah it's really good i um, actually liked the ed for the for the first ed was aimer wasn't it I yeah. think yeah. so. Yeah. I like yeah, I liked the first ED. Yeah, it was good. It yeah, was good. but too. I absolutely I love hype. This one. Hype. Um <laughs> and then uh, out of seasonal stuff. Ooh, out of seasonal? Benji got out of seasonal? Yes, I got out of seasonal, bitch. I'm fucking going in. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, watched... actually that reminds me. I yes. watched a cross game with uh uh Maya as well. We oh, watched yeah. twenty five nice. episodes. Holy shit. That's amazing. Yeah, episodes. yeah, like it's it? good. Yeah, she likes it. I've watched it. This is my second time watching it. Oh, okay, okay. That was your first time. Yeah, it's so good, man. I love that yeah, show. Yeah, I know. I definitely eventually I'm gonna watch it. Get it, get it, Benji. Um, okay, so you know, Chaifuru is what it is, right? <laughs> I'm so tired. It I is, don't have the energy to fight. Tonight, it is. It so. is not on hold. I will tell you that. I'm gonna watch one episode whenever. It's not on hold. Ikari, you do the fighting for me in the chat. I don't want to fight. Okay. What I'm trying to say though is that I took another recommendation, which was uh, March comes in like a lion or Sangatsu no Lion. Yes, the oh, god yes. tier, the god god of anime. God, <laughs> fucking. I have a theory that I need to look up, make sure I'm right, but I'm pretty sure. People that worked on uh, Angel's Egg, which is something else that I watch, someone had to be influenced by or worked on uh, Sangatsu and were either, like I said, influenced or worked on Angel's Egg I'm as well. I'm a researcher right now. The, 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 shadow, the shadows that they used in Angel's Egg were so unique and they were reminiscent of, of March Comes In Like a Lion. Um, I mean... It was, it was like 
I don't know. I, I don't really see that style too much. Like I think March just super matches uh, Shaft style in general. So there might be a Shaft person who was maybe. on Angel's Egg, and they right. pulled that over. Uh, I'm checking out. But, the but, but that's just my big brain. If you find something, let me know. But yeah, I watched the first episode of March Comes in Like a Lion. It is fantastic i could i'm go so on. excited that you loved the first episode so much because right. i mean the first episode is a fantastic first episode um momo heals the second like everyone raves about the the second season um yeah. momo heals i'll say that momo heals uh momo. interesting i go look at the angel's egg director he ended up producing for ghibli oh uh surprise interesting um, I'm still, um, I'm searching. But okay, I'm going through some other things. Uh, so I'm I'm also so one episode of Sangatsu, episode two of uh, Gundam Thunderbolt, which is becoming my favorite Gundam show of all time. Um, jazz is the main soundtrack for the show. Uh, yep, and it's so good, isn't it? Beautiful, beautifully choreographed and directed, and and it just times so 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 well with the music. Um, it's like, oh my god! Rest in peace, anyone else that tries to make Mecca after watching this, because everything else just becomes a lesser experience, you know. Um, <gasps> uh, Benji, L- Lush, what's up? I'm pretty sure you're wrong. I'm sorry, you're a god. Am I a god? The animation director for Angel's Egg worked on Monogatari and Mado and Madoka. <laughs> Whoa, that's pretty impressive. Yo, you're a fucking god. I'm a fucking god. <laughs> like no, he not. always, no, he not. always <laughs> says like this reminds me of this like certain series, and you go and check, and he's been right every time so far. <laughs> uh. I mean, it doesn't say it does not it does not say he he has not worked on uh, Sengatsu, but he worked on uh, two ep- two episodes of Monogatari second season. Nisei, he was the animation director for. Or, or no, Neko Monogatari. Uh, and he was the key animator for the Madoka Rebellion film. And the keys of Monogatari's. Oh, well, cool. I knew there had so. to be some influence or correlation there. It, it's, mm-hmm. it was just too familiar. That's crazy. Um, oh, he also did Summer Wars. Oh, nice. I could see that. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so That's one. fucking wild. Fucking God. <laughs> Two, fuck you, Akari. He says, watching Thunderbolt without knowing what the year uh, one year war is. Okay, yes, I know what it is. And no, I won't go. B- well, eventually I'll go back and watch it because I do want to watch all of Gundam. But still, it, it's, it's it, it, in and of itself, like it's still a great piece of work. Like it's, it's, just, it's just good. It's just good. It's just done well. Um, that it's, it's Not an as enjoy- well as Tengen Topa Gurren Lagan, though. True. But it's an enjoyable mech for pretty much anyone. Um, <laughs> I'm four episodes deep into Kokoro Connect. Um I am really liking it. That anime, probably, I can see why it makes a lot of people mad or not like it. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, because, I don't like Kokoro because, because that anime personally attacks people. It 100% does. It, it doesn't. I mean, it does. I didn't feel personally attacked by it. That's not why well, I was I'm not mad. saying I you, like, but what, I, what yeah. I'm saying is that from what I've watched in the show, uh, Kokoro yeah. Connect doesn't follow a strict character type across it's it's uh it's fucking same characters again but across its characters right they don't follow this very strict atypical progression uh in terms of the development so far to the point where it makes them feel more realistic as actual people that could exist so Mm -hmm. therefore i can see it making reference to people that might feel like 
the show's talking about them since it doesn't favorably portray some of the characters tropes and attitudes um yeah i feel like maybe it was portraying people i didn't like so i was like and that could have been it but i am yeah (laughs) i am really liking it it's it's Mm -hmm. it's very bring it up again it's reminiscent of kids naiver in the sense that it's like you know it's using the body switch trope or the shared experience trope to kind of further drive the human experience um but i love that interpersonal connections when it dives deep into it and it explores that topic i think it's great um so yeah it's i'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it it's probably become one of my favorite anime because i love kids naiver so much and shows that just use that trope in general um Mm -hmm. It's it's the reason why I like Sadazame so much, you know, interpersonal yes. connections, and there was just yes. a, a cohesive experience between all um, all the people involved. Um, uh, but then uh, apart from that, I watched a couple movies too. Angels Egg, I finally saw that. Like yeah, mm-hmm. I mentioned before, uh, Big Brain. Holy shit! Don't watch that if you're tired. <laughs> My God, it's gonna keep you Don't. thinking the entire fucking time. I came up with this whole theory and hypothesis that I preached to uh, Ang and Kel last night, which. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I then went and looked up some stuff afterwards, and, and you know, I'm pretty much more or less like in alignment with most people. Um, and uh, I saw one of the biggest. I was disappointed. I was when thoroughly what? disappointed last week. Okay, mm-hmm. last week I saw a movie called Mary and the Witch's Flower. Now, if that's your <laughs> favorite movie, more power to you. However, that movie is so disappointing. That I've never seen a main character lose favor so quickly. Like it just goes from oh my god, this looks good. Like this is dope. This yeah. is gonna be a sick, sick movie. And then it's like oh dude, this character is fucking annoying. Um, like oh my god. Like I kept looking at the time to see when the movie was up, and I watched it with uh with uh with with Aang, and Aang was like had forgotten about the movie. She's like, why can't I remember this movie? And she's like, oh, I remember why I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. one of the most unlikable main characters ever, uh, like, she's just dumb. Just a straight-up dumb character. And the way that... The one in Angel's Egg? No, the one in, uh, in uh, Mary and the say. Witch's Flower. Mary Witch's Flower. It's just a dumb character. <laughs> yes. Uh, but overall, uh, yeah, I think that's... Uh, yeah, I think that's... Uh, I think that's that's everything. Right? Announcement. I have an announcement. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so, well, yes. Yeah, well, doing, two announcements actually, because this one you guys don't know yet. But I'm just letting you know. So that's uh, everything. Hold so, on, I just want to make sure everyone's good with everything. Watch. Yes. Okay. Yes. Or watched. Um. So, first of all, next week we are introducing a fourth member of the podcast. Oh shit, we are. Yeah. Uh. For yeah. So that wasn't my initial <laughs> announcement, but I was just saying that. So next week. Uh, we have a surprise fourth uh, member joining us finally, so look forward to that. Uh, the week after that, I will not be here, but I thought it would be cool to say why. Because I'm seeing the premiere of One Piece Stampede, so I'm excited. So I won't be here two weeks from now, because One Piece. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Uh, Which we'll I review am... on our Sunday stream. Yes. Um... And so after there, so now all that's out of the way. So um, I am hosting a Kitsu Anime Awards 2019, which is supposed to be our version of the Crunchyroll Awards. Um, I have been putting it together like pretty much the whole year. Uh, And by that, I mean just planning. I haven't actually started any of this stuff yet, (laughs) Um, but I'm going to. 
uh, I have it organized. So, but basically, uh, there's going to be a judges panel, which I have compiled of about 20 Kitsu users right now. Um, and all of them have varying uh, ranges of taste, and all of them are deep enough in seasonals to uh, be able to give uh, good nominations. And so the judges panel will be determining what anime gets nominated. Um, and there will be six nominees for each category that I have selected. Um, and after that, um, I have, I'm going to start laying out the dates for when I'm going to have all that done. And then after that, I will be revealing who all the judges are and the nominees on Kitsu. And from there, voting will open and Kitsu gets to vote for the winners. There will be a people's winner and a judge's winner. So the Kitsu uh, votes will be the people's winner and the judge's winner will be whoever the judges vote for for each category. Um, so a lot of work for that. We're going to be hosting a stream and my social club will be uh, for announcing the winners. And I'm going to be making uh, some pretty cool videos for each category. Uh, and I'm also looking at making a website for the um, voting. So uh, a lot of cool stuff with that coming up. I believe I'm not going to announce the date yet that we talked about just in case uh, yep. we don't end up doing that date. But uh, it will most likely be in January going to say uh the winning the winners uh stream but uh event uh nominees selecting and voting will most likely all be in december so gonna also say that yes um i was hopefully talking yeah yeah. (laughs) hopefully by then there's enough of the fall season where we can sort of determine Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh if anything is good enough for nominations uh I'm not going to lie, I'm not expecting anything except for the continuing series. I'm not really expecting any originals to be good enough to surpass a majority of other stuff that aired this year. But, you know, who knows? Something can surprise us. Yeah. Oh, you'd be surprised. There's a couple yeah. I can think yeah. of already. You never know. But I guess I guess for, for people here, I can uh, sneak peek the categories because uh, no harm in that. Uh, oh, that's cool. I, I am also um, adding some categories. So I was originally going to do genres, but uh, I decided that it's way too confusing for people to decide what genre certain animes belong to uh, because most of the time they belong to more than one. So that's very confusing. But I still wanted to give uh, more recognition to series. So uh, this isn't officially listed yet, but I'm thinking about throwing in some categories of like best this kind of scene, you know, like maybe most emotional scene, like obviously best fight scene probably be in there regardless um but stuff like that to maybe get some more recognition in there uh but the official uh categories i have are best opening best ending best protagonist season one series so a series that premiered this year and then best protagonist continuing series because i figured it was fair to make them separate categories since uh there's like eight million continuing series let alone uh new ones uh best boy best girl best supporting cast best movie debating whether or not we can keep that one in just because a majority of us haven't gotten to see the movies that premiered this year because they're not legally available anywhere or even uh i have i have i will all all legal okay i mean um i'm i have not gotten to see any i'm not gonna lie to you i don't know when weathering it to you is gonna be available here um right i I went to see that already yeah obviously i'm seeing one piece stampede so i can see that but uh, Promare was available was here. Trash. Don't don't waste your money. On what? 
weathering with you. Okay, I'm no, sorry. no, no. We're not gonna turn this into a weathering with you rant. Okay, yo, I'm gonna watch it. She's gonna watch it, and then we'll have an either actual way, conversation about either it. Either way, okay. I'm gonna try to keep the the best movie category in there. But if I find that most of the judges weren't able to see uh, most of them because uh, the premieres are varying in different countries, and typically mm-hmm. illegally, the film isn't like films aren't out until the next year. Um, yeah. So uh it might be difficult for that one but uh so those are like the character categories then i have best animation best soundtrack best cinematography best director uh i can tell that those categories are mostly going to be dominated by a few series (laughs) um which i'm not gonna complain either because it's very obvious um and then best continuing series worst anime of the year studio of the year and anime of the year anime of the year will only be premiering anime for this year so no season twos plus for so what you're saying is, is uh villain saga is gonna win yeah well i've so i've had my predictions are you sure uh, carol Tuesday have, is pretty up there dude oh fuck carol Tuesday. Um, oh that's right god damn it. i actually have my predictions for um i think the judge I, I have my predictions for the judges i think obviously anime of the year for the people will be demon slayer 100 uh, uh but for the judges i'm predicting villain saga or kaguya-sama that's my prediction. Oh, uh, interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, just because based on the judges that, because I can see the list of judges, you guys can't. <laughs> um, but just based on their uh, opinions, I think those two are the more. Yeah, Ikari, that's a relatively really liked one. Um, my predictions for nominees are definitely Vinland Saga, definitely Kaguya-sama. Duh. Definitely Demon Slayer. I mean, I know um, everyone has mixed feelings about Demon Slayer, but I I might almost require that it gets <laughs> nominated just because. Oh, no, it'll get nominated. Yeah, it has to because yeah. there's that's just not fair. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm expecting those three for sure. And then, um, I mean, The Promised Neverland was very popular, but among our judges, I'm not so sure. Uh, no. One with the Wind, I think, will be up there. Well, that that'd be on continuing series. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not because it because it, it aired and it started in twenty eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. So that would have to be for continuing. Yeah. But um, okay. I actually think Carol and Tuesday will probably get nominated. Um, for. But your ass it will. Sure yeah. for the one. <laughs> I think it will get nominated. I'm expecting a wild card because the judges are nominating, right? So uh, I am I'm expecting a wild card, and my prediction is that it'll be stars on my. <laughs> Just because there's an overwhelming uh, number, there's an overwhelming number of judges that actually really liked it. So uh, I am expecting yuck. that to possibly be the wild card. I don't think it'll win, but I think that's the wild card of being nominated for anime of the year. I I, I want to say maybe Fruits Basket as like a quote unquote wild card. Obviously, it's popular, um, but I don't necessarily know if it'll be nominated for anime of the year. But it could, um, with us at the least. But I'm I'm honestly almost positive that Vinland. Will win for for judges true it's, true it's pretty universally liked <laughs> so yeah uh yeah. one of the few that everybody kind of agrees on for the year so but I, I think it's interesting yeah except you because you, you gotta be different no, i'm not <laughs> different i'm not different i'm just uh from new zealand i just see through i see through the cliches that they have produced i'm interested to see um production stuff because like obviously through the cliches ah. but likes isekai no continue, continue. 
Because it feels very obvious that Demon Slayer would win all the production stuff. But at the same time, we remember that Mob Psycho premiered this year. And I think both of those will be very close for everything mm. production-wise. Um, I'm hoping Sarazamai gets nominated, even though I don't think it'll win. But I think Sarazamai's animation at the least needs to get nominated because it was beautiful. Uh, and I think Sarazamai, the only category I'm 100% sure it should get nominated for is Best Director, just because Ikuhara uh, is an actual big name director and uh carol tuesday because Wantanabe also two really big name directors did stuff this year that's also interesting yeah actually it's crazy yeah really um crazy. but i thought it would be cool to do studio of the year just because um there are some studios sort of dominating the year like bones like wit uh, madhouses yeah wit wit big big one for the year also so uh yeah i thought that would be a cool uh, category to throw in there cool yeah, so cool everyone look forward to it i'm very exciting excited. to look that's forward I was I'm gonna. Excited. I'm waiting to announce the judges until after nominees are made because I don't want Kitsy users harassing judges to put in their favorite uh, anime as a nominee. So, yeah, keeping that shit quiet <laughs> until I feel it. I feel it. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's gonna be exciting, and I plan to go so all out for the production. The shit out of it, and if you see anybody else saying they're gonna do one, tag me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we were first. We'll take care of them because <laughs> I was first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we are at the end now. Uh, now that we got everything out of the way, uh, so yep. thank you guys for tuning into the stream. We appreciate y'all. You guys can check out a vod of this on the Twitch channel or check us out on YouTube as well, where we upload the podcast about two days before or when I stop being lazy and I actually decide to edit it. Uh, also, you can find us on every single podcast platform where they have podcasts. You just look up Anime Social Club and we will appear there. Um, also, share this out to where you share things. Uh, subscribe, like, comment, rate. Everything helps us get bigger and grow more. Uh, we i am not missing anything join the discord exclamation no. point discord in the chat or links below uh other than yep. that uh get on kitsu you guys are awesome and great i appreciate y'all thank you for an awesome stream and uh yeah we'll see you guys next week bye guys. bye, bye.